Tanya for the 22nd of Iyar, but first the story. The Tzadik of David Moshe of Charkov used to say the following story um, about the, the origin of the Rothschild family. Meir Amshel of Rothschild was an uh, assistant for Tzvi Hirsch of Charkov, who was the father of Shmelka of Nicholasburg. And he would help the Rav out. And at some point he got married or he got engaged and he moved to a different city and he left. He was no longer the helper. And this Reb Tzvi Hirsch of Charkov had 500 gold ducats um, in, his, in, in his reserves, hidden in his, in his desk. And it was for his own weddings. And he never looked at it because it was in his reserve, so he never thought about it. The era of Pesach, he was doing ridiculous comments. He came to the drawer, he opened it up, and of course, it, it was missing. And he was horrified, and his family were devastated as well. This was their entire reserve set aside for the weddings in the future. And meanwhile, they started all accusing Reb Meir Amshol. They said, oh, he, look, he, he left. And they heard reports he's doing very well in the new city that he moved to. And they said, there's no doubt about it. He'd taken the 500 gold ducats. It's a small fortune. And he had started his own business, and that's it. He stole it. And he re- re- Svi Hershachaka refused to believe it. He said, absolutely not. And he quieted everyone down, but they wouldn't stop pestering him. They said, it's definitely him. You have to go and confront him. And so he made the trip to um, Remea Amshol, and he very gently hinted that the money was missing and very gently hinted that there were people that accused him of doing it. And Mayor Amshel understood where the conversation was going and he confessed. He said, I'm so sorry, I, I'm going to make it right. He gave him 200 gold ducats on the spot, which was a fortune. And he told him that he's going to pay him um, slowly the rest of the money. And sure enough, over the next few periods of time, months, whatever it was, he sent the money until the entire amount was paid off. A, a, a literal fortune. And a while later, the Rav gets a a message from the, poli- the head of the police. And the head of the police calls him over and tells him that he wants to talk to him. And he was very nervous. In those days, it wasn't good for the Jewish people to talk to the police. And it always meant that some form of accusation was coming up. He went to the police station. Police station. The policeman told him, did you ever have a, 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 a pouch of money with a, that looks a certain amount, a certain way, and 500 gold ducats inside? And he said, I did, but it's been taken care of. And he said, describe the, the package. He described how the, the little bag looked in, in complete description. And the policeman said, we found it. He says, impossible. And he said, well, what happened is that there was a person that was in the, in the, been going to the pub recently, and he's been buying on the house for absolutely everyone, getting very drunk, and the friends were suspicious. They got him really good and drunk and asked him where, his money, where he got the money from. And he said that his wife is a cleaning help in was Sri Hirsch of Chukov's house. She came across the money, Arab Pesach, and she took it and she hid it, but her husband discovered it and now he's been spending the money buying everyone um, alcohol in the pub. And so the Rav saw the money and there was only a few ducats missing and everything else was, was entirely there. And he realized that Mayor Amshel had, had taken the blame for something he hadn't actually done. So he travels to a mayor, I'm sure, and I ask him, why did, you, why did you admit and pay back to something that it wasn't your fault? And Mayor Amshul said, when he saw that the Rav was so sad about the money, he said, it's just, it'll be better if I just admit that I'm the one that took it. And so the Rav, of course, gave him the money back. And the Rav gave him a bracha, said that his descendants... And him and his descendants will be exceptionally wealthy. That's what happened. That, he was the, Mayor Amshel was the first, the first of the Rothschild 
further the Rothschild to be wealthy, and his children and grandchildren, great-grandchildren, actually till this very day, that family is an exceptionally wealthy family. So far in the Tanya, we're starting chapter 50. 50 is the final chapter of the idea of love. And we're discovering how to love God. All these different techniques that a person can employ if they want to have a love towards God. We talked about Avas Olam and Avarabha, the higher and lower standard variation, let's call it, of, of love towards God. Then we talked about love of life itself and how a person could re um, position that towards God and a person's love towards their parents and how a person could reposition that towards a love of God and then also a love that comes by way of compassion a person can have so much compassion for his godly soul which is in such a deep exile and then say well I feel so bad for what's going on I'm going to love that's going to draw me towards a love towards God because of the exile that I put my body and my godly soul into and then the one we've been talking four chapters about in 46, 47, 48, 49 is a love called reciprocal love where a person says God loves me so much I love him back and now we're talking, chapter 50 talks about a whole nother level. And this level of love is not for your average person. The love that we talk about, especially the love of life and the love of, 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 of parents, you know, repositioning that towards God or um, taking um, um, love pity towards or love versus, of, you know, how much God loves me, loving God back. Those people could, uh, people could reach. And it doesn't require extreme meditation or extreme focus or extreme um, levels of greatness for a person to achieve. The love we're going to talk about in chapter 15, on the hand, we're talking about an extremely passionate, extremely accomplished love, a love that requires a person to be on a very high level. All the loves that we've talk, been talking about until now. All love, let's call it, in the right um, section of, of loves. They're all just regular regular loves. When we talk about Koyin, we say Koyin is a person of kindness. This is all the... Uh, uh, Love that's based on a kindness type of love, a general love that we we, we talk about. A nikas kesukadoshim, and it's called a longing. And it's a, a longing for our father's house. When we talk about this love that a person has, you know, reciprocal love, he loves God. He yearns for God. It's a it's a a regular love when we describe love. There's a level of love that's entirely higher than all the loves we've been discussing until now. Regular love represents silver, but silver is not the most precious commodity. Gold is a lot more precious. And the advantages of gold are two. Firstly, the worth of gold is worth a lot more. And secondly, gold has this luster. Gold has this shining characteristic that silver doesn't have. Silver has this dullness. Gold has, this, gold has a brilliance. And that brilliance is exceptionally um, captivating making gold a lot more desirable. The loves that we've been talking about now, they're silver. Silver is an extremely precious metal. Silver is a highly desirable, but gold is more desirable. And so what, what is this new level of love we're going to talk about in this, in, in this chapter? This is this passionate, fire-like, uh, burning love towards God. Red, gold is red, generally speaking. This has been adulterated. And the fire is also... Um, um, red and this passion of fire and this gold feeling, this luster of gold, they represent the same type of things a wild burning love, which is the higher level of the Bura and and which comes from Bina. If you make lines from from the the, the spheres, even though Chesed is higher than Gavura, 
Gevura is connected to a level higher than Chesed. There's Chachma Bina Das, and then Chesed Gevura. Gevura is connected, although Gevura is after Chesed, so technically it's lower than Chesed, it's connected to Bina. That's all we're going to say on that. When a person thinks about the greatness of God, very interesting in today's Ramam falls out the same topic. To slide with a slave and never could loss of this outcome A person will develop a fiery love towards God, like a burning coal that wants to always go higher. Something so fascinating when you look at a candle, the flame is always trying to escape the wick. It doesn't succeed or the flame goes out. But the point is this burning desire for the flame to always want to go to its source and that's called the smear of fire above the world. This yearning that the fire, the flame has, that's the type of love that we're talking about now. At the very beginning of the time, we, talk, we spoke about the idea that, that there's elements in the animalistic soul and there's also elements in the godly soul. The godly soul's element of fire is this. A person kind of weaponizes this fire within the godly soul and says, I just love God and I just need to connect to God. I need to go towards God. Just like a flame trying to always escape above. The, this person has this feeling, this love towards God, that I just need to connect to God. And that's all he thinks about. And he has a thirst towards God. And he's there. Like Dovin Melech writes into Hillen. Dovin Melech experienced this love. And he said, my soul thirsts for you. And what is this? What happens after a person has his thirst and it's not quenched? It can create, create a person to a sickness of love. There's something called love sick, where a person has so much love and it's not being um, fulfilled, and therefore it creates a sickness within him that there's this lack of, of, of fulfillment of his, of his love. And this actually leads to an expiration of the soul. There's so much love towards God, there's just no way to handle it, and this neshama just leaves. Which calls gam nashi. That my, that my soul is expired. If a flame actually succeeds in escaping the wick, the flame ceases to be. If a person has such a love towards God and actually just makes it go all the way, well, then the soul expires. And you hear about Sadikim who had close enough, then the soul literally, literally left the body in their extreme love towards God. This is the source of Levim. Levim are lower than the Kehanimites, seemingly, because they're the ones that serve the Kehanim, and the Kehanim do the big jobs in the base Hamikdash. The Levim seem to be on a lower level. That's only now. It says after in the brackets, Yisale Yegam Hakayhanim. In the in when Mashiach comes, the Levim are going to be the Kahanim. Now, the I believe it's a note of the Rebbe, but there, there's a comment on this that it doesn't mean that they're literally turned into Kahanim because of course Tyre is Tyre and only Kahanim. But then when Mashiach comes, the Levim are going to be Miskago. That they're going to have reincarnations into Kahanim families, and therefore they're going to be the people that are going to be Kahanim. It says in the Pasuk, the Kehanim, the Levim. What does that mean? It means that when Mashiach comes, the Levim are going to be the Kehanim. And the Levim's job in the base of Mikdash was to sing. And the singing was raising their voice in, 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 in song. And the, that idea of raising up was a rush towards God. Levim, their their job is this. Their job, unlike the more controlled, let's call it, version of love that the Kehanim naturally experience, the Levim was is the Levim's expression towards God. Their love towards God is this fiery, passionate rush towards God. This uncontrolled love, this 
passionate thirst towards God. It's like, for example, in the when you're melting the 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 gold. As I understand it, that explosion of a little of, of fire that bursts from it is a very very passionate burst outwards. That burst outwards is it's just a rush towards wherever it's going. It says, as much as I've explained about the difference between gold and silver, and Mashiach being a time of gold and uh, Golos being a time of silver, and the Kehanim being silver and the Levine being gold, nonetheless, and, and, and of course, the loves that they translate, this regular controlled love, let's call it, and this, this passionate love of the Levine, Altaba says, this type of ideas I can't really write in this true form in a paper, because how do you describe love? But I can't really write it well in writing. Every person should be able to understand this based on, on, his, on his own. One person's affected in one type of meditation, another person requires a different way. Everyone has a different way of reaching this passionate love towards God. No, there's going to be no prescription for a person to have a passionate love, a, a fiery love. Every half a person has a, you know, some people um, um, hear a story and they're, they're weeping and with emotion. Other people say, yeah, I didn't feel that story. Everyone has a different way of getting themselves all emotional. says, regardless, it needs to have a fear of sin first. A person first has to get rid of the sins that are in the way. A person can't reach this passionate love towards God without, with, while still having sins connected to him. Step number one is get rid of the sins and have this fear of doing a sin, having this fear of God that stops him from doing sin. After that's done, if a person's on the level where they're able to accomplish a fiery love towards God, a person can actually try. A person can try and accomplish a fiery love like the Levine had in in the base of Mikdash, and what's gonna, what we're going to experience when the Shia comes when the appreciation of gold is going to exceed that of silver. Thank you so much for joining us. Tanya and Tanya's Elimish, Shana, Yav, Hanan, Mishra, and Salafas, Pasha, Alta, Tashu, and Yan coming out, Kalam and Yan, Fushlem, Param, and the Kalam and Chipsi, and Stephen Param, and Shaman Zarakel, and Kalam Shubha, Tver, Lev, Jafet, Lubad, Lizbat, Lane, and Abad Lat, and Inunansi needs Fushlem. Have a wonderful and very successful day, and thank you so much for joining us.